right, three, two, one, go. Hey, guys. Hey, it's Bipster and the Ginger with a show. We just had one like five days ago, and we're back to another podcast. Right. We, pr- we did promise more content. We did promise more content, and that's actually coming faster. But this week, we have another interview, but we're changing formats. We've been on Dirt Track, Dirt Track, Dirt Track. If you guys haven't heard, we've been at Dirt Track lately. You are probably not listening to the podcast. But today, we are super excited to have Stacey Bussey, who is a retired sheriff's deputy, who now is going, kind of changing, well, not really changing what he's doing. He's still involved in the um, like self-defense stuff, but he is doing uh, concealed carry lessons. So, uh, Stacy, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. You want to introduce yourself, kind of tell us a little bit of your past, what got you into this? Well, I uh, just retired after 28 years in law enforcement. I spent 23 years with the sheriff's office mm-hmm. and five and a half years with DeWitt Police, a long Long-time resident of Clinton, mm-hmm. uh, love Clinton, love Iowa, and uh, we've made our home here. And uh, when I decided to retire, uh, I decided to go ahead and uh, become an NRA instructor. NRA is the National Rifle mm-hmm. Association. So that three-day course was held down in uh, Bettendorf, mm-hmm. and that class uh, was uh, a great class, great instructor. Basically, then, what I can do is go ahead and teach uh, a couple of different classes, mm-hmm. The two classes that I opted to teach was uh, basic pistol, which that class is an all-day class, but it teaches people that maybe have never shot a gun before and mm-hmm. they want to, okay. or maybe they want a couple of uh, pointers or tips on uh, not only gun safety, but also just uh, the handling of the weapons, the cleaning mm-hmm. of the weapons, things like okay. that. Uh, also, there's a separate class, the carry concealed class, which is classroom only. Uh, that basically is two hours. That's for people, for example, like my brother or my brother-in-law already know how to shoot a gun, mm-hmm. but they want to know the laws and, and other things. Yeah, so they want to kind of know the ins and outs of what what it takes and what it actually to go from being someone to carry. Um, so how, I know Iowa, they passed the law, it's been pretty recently, that they kind of opened the gates, quote-unquote, of allowing that. How, how has that been for, I mean, as a former law enforcement person to now being outside of it, did you see any changes when they kind of went to allowing a little, you know, like the law became a little bit easier to get concealed carry? Yeah, I, uh, one of the reasons I love Iowa is that basically, number one, Iowa is not only a farming state, but it's also a hunting state. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you have to realize that it, people, it, it always kind of made me laugh because they said, well, you know, you go to gun calls you know, are you scared? And I said, well, every call we went to in the county, there was always a gun because mm-hmm. we went to farmhouses. Yeah, and most yeah. farmhouses have guns. So it's even your small towns, mm-hmm. uh, people have guns. So it's one of those where you just got used to that. And so for mm-hmm. me, it never really bothered me. It's one of those where uh, actually I kind of embrace it. I'm, I'm glad that we are a society that uh, is armed. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those, and it actually goes back to the Constitution, which that's a whole other discussion. Yes. But, uh, but it's one of those where really I, it does not bother me, and I think people uh, do have some fear. Mm-hmm. And I think when you actually teach them the right way that the gun is is something that it's fun, you know, whether it's uh, you're competing or whether it's recreation, whether it's hunting uh, or personal safety, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, I just had a class last Thursday, and I had a couple of people in there, and and the one even commented said, I really didn't know anything about guns. But now that I've had this eight-hour class, it's really uh, enlightened me the fact that I don't have to be scared of the gun. And I said, exactly right. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't have to be. So for me, going from being in law enforcement now to a civilian, I totally embraced it. It doesn't, doesn't bother me at all. 
Yeah, I think that's really important because a lot of people, they have kind of like that misconception of like, ooh, guns are scary, they're this bad thing. And a lot of times it's because they haven't been around guns. They've just only seen them in movies or they've seen them on TV when it's bad or situations. Worse, they just see them in the news. You know? Yeah, they see them in the news in a, and portrayed in a very bad way. Right. They don't see – you know, a lot. Of, I was watching – Um, there's a guy and he does – video series stuff, Steven Crowder, and he did a series where he took people that had never been around guns. He actually was at a college, and he took these, there's these two girls that had never been around a gun. He said, would you want to come to a range with us? We'll give you all the safety. We'll do, the, and it's kind of like what you did. And there was girls, you know, they would probably have never picked up a gun left, and they were out there. They were just like, oh, that was fun. You know, a lot, most people, it's like, it's fun. Like, and I think when you get into, you know, without getting, trying to step too far into the politics, like, when you know going out to a range with your buddies and your family and shooting and you know just say, you know spending an afternoon out there, it's a lot of fun and people don't realize when they think of guns, all they think of is like the bad side of it, which there are bad things that happen with guns, but the problem is, yeah, we'll get into a lot of that, but they would happen anyway. It just happens to be that there's a gun there because it's convenient. But um, so that's so you came from that side. So you've been working on these classes. Tell us a little bit about that uh, that pistol class you've been doing, kind of where you get people from never been around guns to suddenly, you know. Well, I, I, the NRA does a great job with the basic pistol, and the basic pistol uh, it's four hours of classroom. Uh, that four hours of classroom, you go uh, just the the very very basics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here is the gun. Uh, this is how the gun works. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are the the bullets or the rounds. This is how they work. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how you handle the you know the grip of the mm-hmm. gun. Just it goes through everything. So when we get out to the actual range part, which uh, what I'm able to do and very blessed is I go out to the Isaac Walton League of Clinton County, which is just north of Clinton. It's a great mm-hmm. organization. It's beautiful out there. And so uh, when we actually go to the range out there. Uh, and the the very first time that you have people uh, actually put uh, one round in the chamber and they actually fire it, it is unbelievable how many of them, uh, it, it's very, uh, you just see a smile on their face mm-hmm. and you can see where that stress goes away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we want because yeah. the gun is not the enemy. It's, it's the, the person that's utilizing mm-hmm. that weapon and it doesn't yes. necessarily even have to be a gun i mean yeah. you can you know unfortunately hurt people just even with your hands or your feet so yeah it's it's just a tool mm-hmm. and it's one of those things when people really and and i challenge people it's one of those that if you uh don't know that much about it whatever it is sign up uh one doesn't necessarily even have to be my class mm-hmm. uh, and you brought up a great example about uh, even if you know somebody, just go out to a range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I tell people, a lot of fear that I see from people, too, is they've had a bad experience with a gun. And, and I don't mean that as they were getting shot at. I mean, they went with someone to a range, and the gun that they shot was way too big for them. Yeah, right. yeah. We've all seen YouTube videos <laughs> of, of people that get injured or yeah. they hurt themselves because they've shot too big of a gun. Mm-hmm. And so what we do in, in my business is we always start them out with, just 22s mm-hmm. and, they, and they just are very excited even shooting that because they're mm-hmm. like well the experience i had was bad or wow that wasn't really that much of a kick so yeah. it, it what you want to do is you want to start out small and then build from there if it's something that they want to uh, buy a bigger gun that's entirely up to them mm-hmm. but in the basic pistol class that's what it is it's just basic pistol. yep basic pistol. and really honestly from coming from having guns the 22 is amazing because it's the cheapest one to go out and shoot. You can go out all day and be like, oh, yeah, that was a good time. Like, 
put a bunch of rounds down the range and it didn't cost you like $75 to put a bunch, you know, a few rounds down. I know uh, one of, well, it's now my now brother-in-law, he got one of those 500 Magnums. The, and it's, so it's, it's a good time to go shoot it, but it's like, well, it's like $5 a bullet. <laughs> but the difference is, and we have this discussion, how you shoot that gun once and it's the same enjoyment as like 1,022 rounds because you're, <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're right. And it's the expense. And yeah. I think for people that, most people like us are on a budget. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, uh, you can go anywhere from an air pistol to a 22. They're both cheap. Mm-hmm. They're both fun to shoot. Uh, you can buy little targets that make noise when you shoot them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just and, – and price is another thing. Also, uh, in Iowa, you have to look at the concealment side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to realize the bigger gun that you have, the harder it is to conceal. Yeah. Uh, the smaller gun you have, it's not really that hard to conceal it. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at it. And people ask me all the time, well, does Iowa also have the open carry? And the answer to that is yes. Uh, but it also depends on the state that you're in. I had a gentleman that – winters in Arizona and he said when you go into a restaurant in Arizona it's unbelievable how many people open carry Mm -hmm. and it's a different concept yeah you know different state than here if you were to carry open here in in Iowa especially in Clinton oh people would probably call the police (laughs) or the sheriff's office you know depending on where you're at yeah Uh, so I just tell people and this is something we discuss in our class and and it's just kind of an awakening for people Uh, and I've had people as Young in their 20s, and I've had people uh, in their latter part of their 60s take my class. So it, mm-hmm. it, it's just a whole – and male and female both. So you yep. got to realize it's just a whole different age group uh, when it comes to this. But it, it's really – I just challenge people. Uh, and, and for me, I don't watch the news. I haven't in about five years. I just think it's one it's of good those thing. things with the news. <laughs> is, I, I just don't – it's too negative, and, and I, I just feel, you know, you got to get informed on – on what's going on. Uh, the internet is just a wonderful thing. Of course, don't always believe everything on the internet, but talk mm-hmm. to people and uh, YouTube is a great thing too. Uh, I tell people, go to YouTube. There's great videos there. Uh, people review not only guns, but uh, they review ammunition, uh, other things, but just get informed. That's the biggest thing. And don't be afraid to talk to people Yeah. Uh, when we talk about uh, guns or other things. Yeah. I think, I think it's sometimes it's kind of a, a subject that people don't want to bring up. They're like, Oh, uh, you know, it's like almost like the pink elephant in the room. Like, we don't talk about guns, you know. Like yeah. if, if you go to a friend's house you, or you've never been to their house before and you're not sure if they have guns or not, you're like, do I ask them about the guns they have? <laughs> yeah. Like, And then you say, like, guns, and then they have, like, the look of, like, oh, we're, we're cool with guns here. Or you don't know, and then they're like, you know, next thing you know, you're hearing 20 minutes about how terrible guns are and all this stuff. And you're like, right. no, it's it, – well, calm right. yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's uh, – my daughter brought some friends home a couple weeks ago uh, when they got done with college, and they spent about a week with us. And it, was, it was a great time. And uh, both of them, especially one, had never shot a gun before. And mm-hmm. Of course, she had heard all the negative things. Oh, yeah. And, and I said, well, first of all, uh, Hollywood movies have done really a disservice to a lot of things. And one mm-hmm. of them is uh, guns. Yeah. It really has. And, and so I said, well, let's go out. Just kind of keep an open mind. And we got out there and, and, and we shot. And I tell you, they talked about it for two or three days straight and mm-hmm. just said, you know, I... I never really looked at it like that before, but when your dad was with us and we talked about safety, 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 mm-hmm. but just to be out there and, and he spent time with us and was very patient with us, you know, just had a different respect for uh, the gun itself mm-hmm. and just talked mm-hmm. a little bit about the history yeah. of guns and the Constitution and, and not to shove it down people's throat, but mm-hmm. just to even say, you know, get read up on that. that that's become informed. Yeah. When we talk about these things and then you can make your decision after that. And 
you know, it's one of those, that's why I love America, mm-hmm. is that we can all have our opinions. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. And I'm not one to get into a shouting match with someone. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, just go try it. I and mean, if it's not for you, that's okay. Yeah, because that's the thing about it. It's like, it doesn't, you know, and we'll go down this path. It doesn't say like, oh, you have to have a gun. It'd be there. You don't have to. If you don't like guns, that's fine. That's Correct. cool. Whatever. But it also means like it doesn't mean that everyone that owns a gun is like, oh, well, why do you have them? Some people are like, well, I like to collect them. Like, look how cool this old gun looks like. Right. It's yeah. to them, it's like a piece of art on the wall. To other people, it's like, you know, oh, I own a ranch. I have to be able to protect my cattle if, you know, Mr. Wolf decides to come in. I got to put it down. And you know, other guys they go hunting. Other people just like to do it for recreation. There's so many different purposes. And I think people, and you know, with, with you, if you just if you just go from the outside and you just look at like what you see on TV and what you see in the news, you're gonna look at it and be like, oh my gosh, there's this big big problem. And then you go to like you know, you go to ranges, like especially like if you go to a public range, you know, and if you go with somebody that's got a gun and you just kind of like watch. Majority of the people there, you know, like I've been at ranges before, and I'll be sitting there talking to somebody like, oh, do you want to shoot my gun? And I'm like. Okay, like, I mean, you know, majority of the time, as long as you're not looking like a loon, they're like, hey, you want to try this out? And, you know, so it's it's a great opportunity. But when you go in there with a base of safety and knowing like this, yes, it's fun. And yes, it can be a good time, but you have to go into going, yes, I have to make sure I don't do something stupid here because, you know, that's and I think that's what gives guns a bad name is people that have them either a for bad guy purposes or b just like have them as like. Well, I could buy a gun, so I bought a gun, but I don't really, I don't really, I shouldn't have a gun kind of a thing, right. you know, or I don't, you know, know what I'm doing with it and I don't, you know, go through all that. So I think it's important if you're somebody out there who's never shot a gun, take a look at this. Um, what's your group uh, or your business on Facebook called? I, it's Be Prepared, Not Scared Iowa. That's, that's it. I was going to say, I thought I was going to, I knew I'd butcher it if I tried to remember yeah, off my head. Yeah. And, and it was, it was really neat because the, the one person I had, uh, she, she had some fear, mm-hmm. and once I got done with the class, she was like, you know, I understand why you named your business the way that you did, mm-hmm. because if you are prepared, you are not scared. And I said, in, in anything that you do, whether you play the piano, whether, you know, it doesn't matter, whatever your job is, whatever, you know, you like skiing, mm-hmm. you know, you don't go down the expert hill <laughs> when you've never put skis on yeah, before. yeah. And, and it's just like this. It's a matter of be prepared, not scared. If, if you're prepared and you're ready, the fear uh, is not going to be there. Now, I'm mm-hmm. not saying I was never scared in law enforcement, but I don't have fear. And mm-hmm. I have not had fear for decades. Yeah. Because if you're prepared for those things uh, that are coming your way, you got to realize, okay, uh, I had someone ask me too. They said, well, I carry money for a living. Is it a good idea for me to get a gun? And I said, well, you have to make that conscious decision. Right. But mm-hmm. if you feel that that's going to make you feel a little bit safer, that's terrific. Yeah. So it and it can it's a wide variety of reasons of why people own a gun. Maybe uh, they're widowed. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're widower. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe um, it's something that uh, they live in a neighborhood that maybe isn't that great. Alex, maybe you they, should maybe, listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they travel. You know, yeah. I have someone that that took one of my classes that uh, they travel a lot, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, like I said, it's one of those things that. Uh, you can go through the classes and I don't necessarily have to be the instructor. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of uh, places in the Quad Cities, other places that mm-hmm. teach them. Uh, but it's one of those where for the gun, and you brought up a good discussion on it. One of the biggest things I tell people is I have a, a lot of respect for people 
That's probably why I get along with just about everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those where it's the same with a gun. If you don't respect that gun, either mm -hmm. yourself or someone else is going to get injured mm -hmm. or is going to get killed. Mm -hmm. And this is not like the Westerns where you twirl around on your finger. <laughs> and, you know, um, I'm not a Bruce Willis, so I can roll around the ground and shoot 50 people with 50 rounds. You know, that's why I'm not a real big fan of a lot of these movies. But mm -hmm. when you really look at it and, and you know the fundamentals and you know the basics – it really is enjoyable, no matter mm -hmm. what you do with it. Uh, yeah. You may, and you brought up a good point about collecting. There are people that collect guns, mm -hmm. and uh, that's terrific. That's mm -hmm. another good reason. Uh, but I know people that hunt, mm -hmm. and that deer meat or that other meat that they provide is meat for their family. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, Year-round. So it, it, it's a variety of reasons. But I just tell people, you know, have an open mind. That's what mm -hmm. people have asked us to do. And if it is something you have any questions, you can always uh, look up my business. You can message me. Uh, call me or text me. My number is 563-219-5512, and I'll be more than happy to answer any question that you have. And okay. if I don't know, I'll find out for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, that's important, too, to be like, I'm not going to know. I might not know everything, but at least right. I'll know enough to be like, okay, here's a, here's the resource we need to go to. And I think, you know, and I think it's just there's kind of becoming, we were talking about, like, respecting, the like gun respecting people. I think... That and one of the reasons why is there's ha there's been kind of almost more pushback from the you know the organizations that are helping people that own guns be able to continue to own guns is because we're you know you're constantly getting pushed with like well they're bad and they're this and they're that and so at a certain point and I think you're starting to see that in the last couple of years where the people that are owning guns responsibly are like hey we're all over here we're all like basically most the majority of people that own guns are being quiet are quiet about it you know they're not. They're not, you know, once in a while you see the loon that's like, oh, I can open carry this AR like in a store because I have this way. This is how I'm going to do it. I'm always like, okay, yeah, you can do that, but you don't need to do that. You know, like that's what gives us a bad name. You know, like, yes, like you're talking about in Iowa, you can open carry in Iowa, but do you need to, you know, like is your job. And I think a lot of times you're taking that step back and kind of looking at how, you know, looking at the big picture, like, okay, like when I remember when I was working, when I still was living in Iowa, but I was working in Illinois, and it was right when the law came out, and I thought, well, maybe I should go get my concealed carry license. And I realized at the time, I work in Illinois, so I'd literally be able to carry while I went to the base of the bridge, and then I'd have to, like, I'll do all the stuff to go to work. And I'm like, so I looked, for my sake, I was like, I don't really need to carry because I'm in Illinois all the time. And now I live in Illinois, so, yeah, there's no chance of that. <laughs> yeah, Illinois is a little bit different, and, mm -hmm. and I think each state uh, – you have to look at it whether you live in Iowa, and of course I can only teach uh, the ones that live in Iowa. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can teach you in Illinois, but I can't certify. Yeah, and it's still one of those with uh, Iowa and Illinois. You really have to uh, look up online, see what the laws are. Mm -hmm. I know Illinois uh, is completely different than uh, a lot of your other uh, fifty states. Yeah, uh, but really, I mean, people have texted me, you know, hey, what's the law uh, here? What's the law here? <laughs> And one of the things you can do is you can go to uh, handgunlaw.us. Mm -hmm. That's a great website. Uh, they update it all the time. That gives you all the 50 states. Okay. Uh, whether you can carry, you can't carry in that state. Uh, some states you do have to have a permit, some you don't. Uh, some, if you're just a law-abiding citizen, you can carry a gun. Yeah. Uh, and so it's one of those mm -hmm. that you, you just get informed. Okay. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I think that's the biggest. Get informed and know what you're doing. Because obviously, again, when you're carrying a gun or anything around firearms, 
if you're uninformed and you do something bad, then you end up being on the wrong side of the law. And then you're part of the issue that there is, you know, like people, because a lot of times people, they don't, they're like, Oh, I didn't know what the law was. You're like, well then don't, you know, and I'm sure you saw that a lot of people going, I can't have my gun here in the car. Like, it can't be loaded with one in the chamber sitting next to me. What is that? Like, yeah. And, and I think that's the, the people ask me that all the time. And that's some of the discussions that we have. If I'm carrying and I got stopped, you know, what am I supposed to do and mm-hmm. all that? And it's one of those where those, those are things that we do discuss in the carry conceal class, mm-hmm. which is only two hours. Mm-hmm. It's just classroom only. So you do become informed. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I set up where there's two separate classes. Uh, so people, uh, like I said, it's one of those, it's just a matter of information and it changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The laws change. You know, Iowa uh, enacted their stand your ground law last July 1st. Okay. Uh, we've never had that before. Mm-hmm. And basically your stand your ground is, or castle doctrine mm-hmm. is basically wherever you go, uh, you have the rights to be protected. Now, of course, once again, you got to really know what you're doing. If mm-hmm. you're going to carry a firearm, uh, I tell people you really, really, if you're going to go down that road, there's just a lot of things that you need to know mm-hmm. if you're going to do that. It's not like it was five years ago or 10 years ago uh, or beyond that. Yeah. Uh, so you really, really, really need to know what you're doing if you're going to go down that road because it can really come back and haunt you if you ever do have pull that gun out and you have to use mm-hmm. it. Uh, it really has to be a deadly force or mm-hmm. deadly threat. Do you deal with any of – I've heard, I mean, from some of the – you know, the – Radio I listen to and stuff they talk about. I've heard these ads for these companies where they like deal with like insurance for mm-hmm. or they're not necessarily insurance, but they're basically like a legal guidance. If you mm-hmm. have to use if it comes to a situation where you have to use force, mm-hmm. do you deal with any of those at all? Or yeah, just... actually, one of the things that I recommend when people take my class, uh, one of the things we do talk about is insurance. OK. Uh, and of course, being an NRA instructor, I have to have insurance, which I yeah. do. But I just tell people uh and that's something that, you know, when they take my class, I tell them the different prices, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But that's another thing that I really feel since 2014, there's been a huge wave of uh, insurance just saying, hey, you need insurance for just about everything. Oh, yeah. because And, and you guys know that, too, in the workforce. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, are you insured? Uh, it's mm-hmm. one of those where it's the same with carrying a gun. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's just part of that whole... Because I know, like, the one I've heard was basically, like, you know, if you have to use force, like, odds are you still might, like, have to take a trip until they get everything figured out. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, you know, basically to help you have a lawyer on hand because otherwise, you know, you want to make sure you're not saying the wrong thing at that point because it could look bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just don't know. And, and that's what we tell people. You know, it's one of those that um, when, when you take the class, we explain the laws. We explain mm-hmm. stand your ground. We also talk about holsters. We talk about, uh, you know, the insurance side mm-hmm. of it. Uh, we also talk about situational awareness. Uh, you know, we've had some training here at the church every year, mm-hmm, and we talk mm-hmm. about those things just as uh, to the general public. Now, if you've ever gone to the public schools, <laughs> especially on the Clinton side, um, we have what we call Alice training. I'm yep, an Alice yep. instructor. Mm-hmm. And so we talk a little bit about that and just some pointers to people that uh, so they feel safer. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, because, like I said, fear can be very, very gripping. Yeah. And we don't want that. We don't want you to have fear because that can cause a lot of uh, mental, physical uh, spiritual issues and we don't, yeah. we don't want that to happen no you don't want that. I mean, that and then too why if you're scared of what you have and you have a gun if there was a situation when you would actually need to use it you're going to be either a like trigger happy and use it when you shouldn't or not use it at all and then you're like well why did i you know i went through all this training pay all this money and then a bad thing happened and i was like i freaked out and didn't 
do what I had well, to do. Well, right, and, and, and it's really what we try and tell people the biggest thing is your, your personal safety. The thing about carrying a gun is it's personal. Mm -hmm. This is a personal safety thing for you mm -hmm. or your family. Mm -hmm. And I, and a lot of the training that I tell people is it's okay to run. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that at all yeah. uh, because you come first. Yeah. And go from there. You know, mm -hmm. it, it, to have a church shooting or to have a, a school shooting or to be in a, in a mass shooting like some of the things we've seen, which are very horrible, very sad, uh, is very, 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 very rare. Mm -hmm. uh, it is. Yeah. It does occur, mm -hmm. but in your lifetime, you know, you're, you're probably more likely to get struck by lightning or win the lottery than for that to occur. Yeah. You know, we have uh, well over 350, 370 million people in the United States. And so when mm -hmm. you look at these incidences that occur, uh, one of the biggest things that I found in studying them is that these individuals are able to get a hold of weapons uh, in from people that should have had them locked up. Yeah, yeah. So you look sure. at all the cases and you study them, mm -hmm. uh, it's over almost overwhelming. Yeah. It's... How did they get a hold of these firearms? Well, mm -hmm. it was from people that they knew how to get the guns and they accessed them and mm -hmm. instead of locking them up like you should. Uh, and so you, you look at the whole thing behind it, and I know there's a lot of emotions on both sides of it, but you got to really go back to a lot of these root causes. And what I have found in studying it, uh, a lot of these mass shootings and stuff, there's a lot of mental illness that mm -hmm. is going on that had not been addressed. Yeah. Uh, and that's a whole other subject. Oh, yeah. That's and hours on that, <laughs> yeah. too. But uh, it still goes back to the original thing. Uh, you know, if you want to take my class, I'd be more than happy. Just call me, uh, Facebook me. Yep. And if I don't know, like I said, if, even if it's just a question, yep. Uh, you know, I'll be more than happy to try and answer it for you. So when's your next class coming up? I actually, uh, it's going to be uh, uh, tomorrow night okay. at First Baptist Church here in Clinton. Okay. Uh, then I also have one the next Saturday, or the next uh, Monday, which is the 11th of June okay. at First Baptist. It's uh, 6 to 8 p.m. And then I have one in DeWitt on okay. uh, Tuesday, June 12th. Okay. Uh, and they can call me, text me, uh, Facebook me, or message me, whatever. Okay. And you have all those dates up on your Facebook have page? Them on okay. Them. Sure do. So we'll link, we'll try and link to that in the bio, mm -hmm. and we'll put it up on the on our podcast page. So again, if you guys are out there and you've been kind of wondering about this, and maybe you're somebody who just wants to get aware, gets aware, or you're somebody who maybe is on the fence, like you've heard one thing about guns, you've kind of heard people talk about the other way, but you want to figure it out. Um, I'd encourage you try out that pistol training class because if you never shot a gun, it's a great way to go safely try a gun and shoot it, and that's exactly what it's for. So don't feel like, well, I've never shot a gun, like I don't want to be, I don't want to look dumb there. Like that's fine. Like they're there to help you not look dumb <laughs> and help you too. Like if you something you like, they can go. Here's what you know. Here's the gun we're starting with. Like here's what you need to like. Here's what you'd have to do to be able to have one of these for yourself. You know, and maybe not even like as a carry is like something you keep at your house locked up. So um. Again, I think we're kind of run, kind of run right up against time. So, Stacy, again, thanks so much for coming and hanging out with us today. Um, thank you. Again, check them out on Facebook. Uh, again, let's 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 talk guns. Um, you know, if it's something you got questions about, make sure to message them and you know, ask them questions. If you got other questions and you can't for somehow figure that out, message us. We'll relay them on or try and answer what we can't answer. So, um, uh, I think on that note, uh, again, I'm trying to wrap up any events we have. We shouldn't have anything coming up this weekend. We'll be doing some races, so stay tuned on our Facebook page. We're going to be at races probably most next weekend. Um, on that note, I'm Bibster. That's Jim. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm Bibster. No, I'm, I'm Bibster. What is it, Spartacus now? Yeah. No, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I am the Bibster now. Okay, whatever. All right. Bye, guys. All right, bye.